Jam City Sports Network presents the High School Game of the Week. Today's game is being brought to you by Profiler Performance Products, McAfee Heating and Air, any season, any time, McAfee, by Profiler Inc., by the USO, by a Special Wish Foundation of Dayton in Southwestern Ohio, by the Ohio High School Athletic Association, and by the Gem City Sports Network, your source for local sports in the Miami Valley, the Gem City Sports Network. Let's head out to the stadium for all the play-by-play action of high school football. Here's Doug Brown. And good evening, everybody, from Twin Valley South High School in West Alexandria, Ohio. We welcome you to the high school game of the week. Tonight, it's a Western Ohio Athletic Conference battle between the Blazers of National Trail and the Panthers of Twin Valley South. Both teams come in at 4-4 four and four on the year. National Trail is 4-2 and two in the conference. Twin Valley South is 4-3. and three. Now, this has a lot of implications for the uh, playoffs, too. Right now, they're both in. Uh, National Trail is 8th in the in uh, Region uh, 24, Division 6. And Twin Valley South is right behind them. So, a lot rides on this game here. And then, of course, you got Tri-Village uh, in it. And also, North, uh, also Dixie from this area, from this league. So it is also senior night, and they're going to be honoring the seniors. We're going to send it over to our PA announcer um, here in just a minute. Whenever they're as they are gathering across the way, the seniors are, and there's a lot of them. So uh, that's why we came on early, and this is why we like to do the seniors because there's a lot of them, and. They worked just hard. They worked hard in the last four years just to get to where they're at. So we're going to do that. Plus, we're going to have the bands at halftime, and uh, so we're going to send it over to Aaron Cooper and uh, the PA announcer here at Twin Valley South. So um, we got about another minute, so we're going to take a break. Back after this. We know that purchasing a new system is a big decision. At McAfee, we feel you should only have to make it once. That's why we offer lifetime, worry-free coverage on new McAfee systems. Never a charge for repairs, never a charge for maintenance, not even a charge for filters. And when the day comes the system needs replaced, you're covered. Any season, any time, McAfee. For our Twin Valley South Fall Sports and Activities participants. This evening we're going to honor our seniors and their parents, and we're going to start out with the girls' soccer team. Kiki Allison. She's escorted by her mom, Chrissy, her dad, Ron, and her two little brothers, Beckham and Gabe. Kiki's activities include soccer. Secretary of the Twin Valley South FFA, SAD and Hope Squad, Sandwich Club, Newspaper and Yearbook Vice President. And her favorite high school memory is fall sports when she moved to Twin Valley South. She was so excited to join a girls soccer team and each girl on the team made it such a fun experience. Her first game as a Panther was her absolute favorite and she loved playing in a stadium. After graduation, she plans to continue both her athletic and academic career at Kentucky Christian University. 
She'll major in education with a double certificate in primary and special education. She will also get a minor in biblical studies. She wants to thank her family and coaches who supported throughout her whole life. She loves everyone more than she can express. And she thanks Twin Valley South Community and School for accepting her as a Panther and adding her to their family. Taylor Grace Helling. She's escorted by her mom, Carrie Helling, her uncle Andy, and her father, Steve Helling. She's participated in two years of varsity soccer, softball, and SAD. Fifteen years of dance and competition dance. Her favorite high school fall sports memory is feeling the adrenaline of stepping into the field after going two years without playing. After graduation, she plans to attend the University of the Cumberlands and major in addiction studies to later become an addiction therapist. Riley Ray. Riley is escorted by parents Jim and Emily Ray and brothers Tate and Trent Ray. Her sports activities that she has participated in include soccer, as well as Hope Squad, SAD, Treasurer in the Student Council, National Honor Society, and Sandwich Club. Her favorite high school fall sports memory is winning the Western Ohio Athletic Conference her freshman year and watching Chad do the horse. Her future plans after graduation include attending college for a degree in secondary education, planning to teach English. From the boys' golf team, Wesley Hager. Wesley is escorted by his mom, Bevan Hager, and his dad, Kevin Hager. Activities participated include varsity golf, varsity track, and Hope Squad. His favorite high school fall sports memory is when Luke Minky hit a golf ball. It hit a tree and ricocheted back and hit him in the stomach. His future plans after graduation include pursuing future career in the electrical trades. Seth Voris, escorted by Dustin Voris and Tammy Voris. Uh, fall sports or sports participated in include three years of sandwich club member, four-year varsity letterman in basketball, and one-year varsity letter in golf. His favorite high school fall sports memory is during a golf match Luke Mickey hit the ball from behind a tree. The ball ricocheted off the tree, hitting Luke in the stomach. That's a very popular story this evening. Future plans after graduation include finishing an associate's degree through Edison State Community College before transferring to a four-year university. From the cheer squad, Maggie Eck with her parents, Jennifer and Andrew Eck, and Jocelyn Benicky. Sports and activities participated in include two years of football cheer, three years of basketball cheer, four years of drama club, 17 years with Danielle's Dance Academy, eight-year member of DDA competition teams, and attends MVCTC Vet Tech program. Favorite high school fall sports memory includes dinners before games at Overmeyer's house. After graduation, she plans to attend Sinclair College for degree in veterinary technology. Gabrielle Gartrell, escorted by mother Kathy Gartrell, father Randy Gartrell. 
Sports and activities include four years of varsity competition cheer, three years varsity football cheer, three-year varsity basketball cheer, SAD, Sandwich Club, and four-year powder puff cheer coach. Her favorite high school fall sports memory includes cheering with her sister uh, her senior season and walking her across the field on senior night in 2021. After graduation, Gabrielle plans to continue her cheer career at Heidelberg University on their cheer and stunt team while majoring in nursing. She also will be serving in the United States Marine Corps Reserves during college. Jillian Overmeyer, the daughter of Jennifer and the late Michael Overmeyer, escorted tonight by her mother, Jennifer Overmeyer, her stepfather, David Ogle, and sister Mackenzie. Sports and activities participated in include three years of varsity football cheer, four years basketball and competition cheer, member of the National Chinese Honor Society, 12-year 4-H member, 2024 State Fair Queen candidate. Her favorite high school fall sports memory is driving to every game of her cheer career with her best friend. After graduation, she plans to attend a four-year university to major in nursing with the hopes to pursue a, do pursue a doctorate in nursing. Peyton Pitcox, escorted by her parents, Jake and Chris Pitcox, and Adriana Mead. Her sports and activities participated include three years of varsity football cheer, four years of basketball cheer, two years SAD member, two years sandwich club member. Uh, she's a senior class representative and three competitions three-year competition cheer participant. Her favorite high school fall sports memory is the rain delay at Bradford's sophomore year where the cheerleaders and band members sang karaoke and danced. After graduation, she plans to attend Edison State for a degree in early childhood education. And now from the band, Elena Bush, Brush, sorry. Escorted by her father, Billy Brush, stepmother, Amanda Mel, mother, Stacy Hughes, stepfather, Justin Hughes. Sports and activities participated in include marching band, drama club, pep band, sandwich club, jazz band, and percussion ensemble. After graduation, plans to go to trade school to learn cosmetology. Kara McCoy. With her mother, Cheryl, sister, Jenna, Aunt Laura, and stepdad, Junior. Sports and activities participated include student council, drama club, quiz team, percussion ensemble, pep band, marching band, IORG Science Olympiad. Her favorite high school memory includes being informed about being the drum major for the 2023 marching band season. After graduation, she plans to go to a college in southwest Ohio to earn a master's in business administration and getting her cosmetology license. Elliot Vogue, escorted by mom Alicia Vogue and dad Eric Vogue. Sports and activities participated include marching band, HOSA, future medical professionals, FFA for two years, XC for three years, pep band, jazz band, wind ensemble, and percussion ensemble. Favorite high school fall sports memories includes rainy football games and has future plans to go to Sinclair for an RN license, transfer to, the univer to a university for a bachelor's degree or higher in nursing. 
eventually becoming a nurse practitioner, or any APRN. Dorn Wilburn, escorted by mom Emily Samborski. Sports and activities participated include marching band, jazz band, choir, wind ensemble, game club, and sandwich club. Favorite high school memory includes the homecoming and alumni band game. Future plans after graduation include attending college to study history. And now from the football team. Jandon Ankrum, escorted by his parents, Jim and Sharon Ankrum. Sports and activities participated include basketball and football. His favorite high school sports memory includes competing in basketball games. And after graduation, plans to attend and enter the workforce. Colton Bishop, escorted by Dad Lauren Bishop and Mom Mandy Bishop, Brother Caden Bishop and Kennedy Bishop. Sports and activities participated in include track for three years and football for four years. Favorite high school sports memory includes winning the first playoff game last year against Williamsburg. Future plans after graduation include going into the workforce. Braden Childers, escorted by Erica Childers' mom, uh, Gracie Childers' sister, Nolan Childers' brother, and Ross Childers' dad. Sports activities include basketball, wrestling, track and field, and football. Favorite high school sports memory includes winning, beat, beating rather Williamsburg last year in the football playoffs. After graduation, plans to get a bachelor's degree in mechanical engineering. Gage Crace, escorted by his parents, Tim and Tammy Crace. Sports and activities participated in include football, track, and wrestling. His favorite high school sports memory includes going to the tournament in wrestling. And after graduation, plans to move out of Ohio and enter the workforce. Next up, we have Paul Day, escorted by Brian Day, Leslie Day, Briley, and Evan Day. Sports and activities participated in include football. The favorite high school sports memory is the time we spent with friends. And after graduation, plans to join the Air Force as a pilot. Austin Eric. Escorted by Jed and Sorona Eric, sisters Abby and Alyssa, and younger brother Aiden. Sports and activities participated in include football, and after graduation, plans to work in construction. Next up, Case Kingsley, escorted by Lindsey Collins, Mike Kingsley, and Caden Kingsley. Sports and activities participated in include baseball and football. His favorite high school sports memory is winning the playoff game last year against Williamsburg. After graduation, he plans to enter the workforce.
Next up, we have Braden Kohler, escorted by Nate Kohler and Aaron Kohler. Braden's sports activities participated in include four years of varsity football, three years of varsity track, and three years of varsity wrestling. And two years of varsity baseball, not on my list. Favorite high school sports memory includes going to the districts in wrestling. His future plans after graduation includes earning a bachelor degree from college. Next up, we've got Jace Tuma, escorted by Mom, Kim, Dad, James, Brother, Tyler, and Grandma, maybe. I don't know if I see Grandma out there. It was going to be Vanetta Jenkins. Sports and activities participated in include four years of varsity basketball, football, and baseball, three-year sandwich club memory, memory, member, and three- or four-year Hope Saved member, Hope Squad. <laughs> Got some tough riding in here, folks. Favorite high school sports memory includes hitting a half-court shot against Madison right before going into halftime his junior year. He is undecided as to what he wants to do after graduation. Clayton Woodgeard, escorted by Clayton Woodgeard and Lark Woodgeard. His sports and activities include varsity football, four years of varsity wrestling, and four years of varsity track. His favorite high school sports memory includes going to the districts and wrestling. After graduation, he plans to enter the workforce. And last but certainly not least, we have Cyrus Worley, escorted by Jody Worley, Luke Mitchell, Jason Worley, and Don Worley. Sports and activities participated include football and baseball. His favorite high school sports memory is every moment that he's had participating in sports. Future plans for graduation are to go to Sinclair College and then Wright State. We want to thank and congratulate all of our senior fall activities participants. We appreciate your contributions to Twin Valley South and wish you the best in your future endeavors. There you have it, the Senior Night Activities here at Twin Valley South, and we'll be back with more after this. Profiler Inc., your local source for custom graphics, including banners, decals, and custom apparel for your corporate, school, or personal needs. For more information, check us out on the web at www.profilerinc.com or on our Facebook page, Profiler Inc. Profiler Performance Products is an all-American manufacturer of racing cylinder heads and intake manifolds. From two-time Drag Week winner Jeff Lutz to the winningest bracket champions like Disco Dean Carr, Profiler Performance has become the overwhelming choice of drag racing's best-known name. Profiler Performance offers the absolute best bolt-on performance for cylinder heads and intake, utilizing their own in-house custom casting and CNC machining. For more information, visit ProfilerPerformance.com or find them on Facebook. Profiler Performance, they make power they haven't even used yet. A Special Wish Foundation of Dayton has a new name. It is now a Special Wish Foundation Dayton and Southwest Ohio chapter. They now serve 20 counties in Southwest Ohio and work with families whose children are being seen at Dayton Children's and Cincinnati Children's Hospitals. 
The organization has granted over 1,800 wishes to those children battling life-threatening illnesses. To find out how you can help make a special wish come true, log on to their website, aspecialwishdayton.org, or call them at 937-223-WISH. The Special Wish Foundation is a 501c3, and all funds stay within the local community to support local children. No matter the threat or where the front line may be, our armed forces protect and defend us every day. But what does it take to strengthen our service members and keep them focused on the mission? What does it take to keep our military connected to family, home, and country? It takes a force. Be a force behind the forces. Join the USO in helping service members and their families. Give today at csoil.uso.org. This is Doug Brown from the Gem City Sports Network. Throughout the years, we've provided coverage of a wide range of sports, including high school baseball, football, basketball, and soccer, as well as Central State Marauders football and basketball. We do baseball also. And do you know what the best part is? It's all free. That's right, absolutely free. We sincerely appreciate you tuning in to the Gem City Sports Network, your ultimate source for local sports here in the Miami Valley. Back here at Twin Valley South High School, we are moments away from getting started, about eh, 25 minutes away from getting started. We had the senior night activities. And so for those of you listening live, we are going to come back in about 15 minutes and do the pregame show. Until then, we're going to have some dead air. And uh, and then if you're listening on the – if you're listening on the replay – you won't miss anything. We're not going to have the dead air in there. So we'll be back in about uh, about 10 minutes, or about 15 minutes, I should say. Back after this. Thank you.
This is what matters. This is beyond X's and O's. This is the difference mutual respect makes. This is what character looks like. This is what defines us in Ohio. This is sportsmanship. School sports. It's not the outcome that matters most, but the way the games are played. This message presented by the Ohio High School Athletic Association and the Ohio Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association. This is what matters. This is beyond X's and O's. This is the difference mutual respect makes. This is what character looks like. This is what defines us in Ohio. This is sportsmanship. School sports. It's not the outcome that matters most, but the way the games are played. This message presented by the Ohio High School Athletic Association and the Ohio Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association. Anthem done by the Twin Valley South Marching Band as we get set for action here at Twin Valley South High School. Like I said, the uh, Trailblazers or the, the Blazers they come in at four and two with rec- uh, in the conference four and four overall. They average twenty six point one points per game and they give up twenty two and a half points per game. Twin Valley South they are at four and three in the conference four and four overall. They average 28 points per game and give up 20. So this should be a good battle. Uh, Twin Valley South won last year's game over at National Trail 9-3. to Caden Bishop scored the only touchdown of the game in the third quarter. Jace Tuma kicked a, uh, t- uh, Twin Valley South kicked a 30-yard field goal in the first quarter and Drew DeWitt kicked a 27-yarder for National Trail in the fourth. Players to watch, Chase Rubish for the, trail bla- uh, for the Blazers. I'll say Trailblazers all night. You can almost bank on it because I'm used to saying Trailblazers. But anyway, Chase Rubish, he has 117 carries for 884 yards and eight touchdowns. That's good for fifth in the WOAC. Best game was against Dixie, 13 carries for 241 yards and three touchdowns. Jamison Watts on the defensive side has 88 tackles, and that's good for third in the Western Ohio Athletic Conference. For Twin Valley South, Case Kingsley has 100 carries for 941 yards and 15 touchdowns. The best game was against Dixie with 199 yards in uh, rushing and 12 carries and four touchdowns. Braden Keller, uh, he has 76 tackles, and that's sixth in the WOAC. Best game was against Ansonia, and that's a tough team. Uh, He had 16 tackles. Next up. It's going to be a tough test for the uh, Blazers. They got Tri-Village and Twin Valley South. They travel up State Route 501 or 503 to take on the Panthers of Tri-County North. The the ratings, the Harbin ratings, are like this. The um, the trail, uh, the Blazers, they are eighth in the. They're eighth in the region, region 24, and 
Twin Valley South is ninth. So this is going to be a huge matchup for both teams here tonight. Uh, other uh, teams in the Wallach that's in the Division Six, uh, Tri Village is sixth in the air, uh, in the uh, division or, or in the region, and Dixie, who is three and five, they've cha- kind of changed things around. They were they were uh, they got beat a lot in uh, they got beat bad in most of the games last year. They turned things around. They're three and five this year, and. Uh, that is Region 24. In Region 20, Preble Shawnee is sixth. And they are behind Valley View, Waynesville, Brookville. Brookville and Valley View are playing tonight at Valley View. Then Milton Union, uh, Purcell Marion. Then comes Shawnee. Then Zane Trace, Springfield, or, uh, Northeastern out of Springfield, Middletown, Madison. That's the top nine. In Region 28, you have the uh, Ansonia Tigers. They are second. They're guaranteed a home playoff game. Then uh, they, are, they are second behind, of course, Marion Local. Both teams are 8-0. Behind them is, DeGra- or is uh, Riverside, Minster, Bernard, St. Bernard, Elbowin Place, and Southeastern, the top six. Tri-County North, uh, they are 15th. And Bradford, believe it or not, they're 3-3 three and three on the year. They are ranked 12th. So we're going to take a break. Be back with the be back with the starting or the uh, opening kickoff right after this. Psst, it's me, your heart. High blood pressure is serious, and if you think I'm just going to keep ticking away, you're wrong. I can quit whenever I want, but I like my job. Just treat me better. Maybe we can do some exercise on occasion. After all, we're in this together. Don't let your heart quit on you. High blood pressure can lead to a stroke, heart attack, or death. Get yours to a healthy range before it's too late. Find out how at heart.org slash blood pressure. A message from the American Heart Association, the American Stroke Association, and the Ad Council. You're listening to the Gem City Sports Network, your source for local sports in the Miami Valley, the Gem City Sports Network. We know that purchasing a new... Back back here at Twin Valley South High School, we're waiting for the teams to come out onto the field. The band is out there, and uh, from what I understand, they're going to have a dual band show tonight. Uh, National Trail and Twin Valley South are both going to be out there. And so it's going to be, it should be a pretty good show. So, uh, I was asked about Versailles and Marion Local. They're both in the, they're both in the MAC. And they, they're both 8-0. And I'm sure they're going to play. They must be playing in week 10. <laughs> That's going to be one hell of a showdown up there. Let's see here. Let's see, Versailles and uh, Marion Local. I think it's going to be at uh, Marion Local, so Versailles is going to be the visiting team. I don't see it, so we'll have have to uh, investigate at halftime. That's my job at the halftime is to investigate that game. <laughs> well, they shouldn't have played each other yet because they're both right. They may not play each other. They, it may be an, uh, a different balance in that, in that uh, league. Right. So, back here at Twin Valley South, once again, the uh, Trailblazers, or the Blazers come in at 4-4. Four and four. 
They average 26 a game and give up 22. South is four and four. They give up or they score 28 and give up 20. So it should be a good ball game tonight. We'll be back with the opening kickoff right after this timeout. You're listening to the high school game of the week on the Gem City Sports Network. We know that purchasing a new system is a big decision. At McAfee, we feel you should only have to make it once. That's why we offer lifetime, worry-free coverage on new McAfee systems. Never a charge for repairs, never a charge for maintenance, not even a charge for filters. And when the day comes the system needs replaced, you're covered. Any season, any time, McAfee. Contact McAfee Heating and Air at 937-438-1976 or www.mcair.com or 1-800-AIR-REPAIR. Profiler Inc., your local source for custom graphics including banners, decals, and custom apparel for your corporate, school, or personal needs. For more information, check us out on the web at www.profilerinc.com or on our Facebook page, Profiler Inc. Profiler Performance Products is an all-American manufacturer of racing cylinder heads and intake manifolds. From two-time Drag Week winner Jeff Lutz to the winningest bracket champions like Disco Dean Carn, Profiler Performance has become the overwhelming choice of drag racing's best-known name. Profiler Performance offers the absolute best bolt-on performance for cylinder heads and intake, utilizing their own in-house custom casting and CNC machining. For more information, visit ProfilerPerformance.com or find them on Facebook. Profiler Performance, they make power they haven't even used yet. Hey, back here at Twin Valley South High School in West Alexandria, Ohio. We're getting set for the Western Ohio Athletic Conference battle between the Panthers of Twin Valley South and the Blazers of National Trail. The, Bla- the Blazers will be in their white jerseys with orange shoulders and brown pants. The the uh, Panthers, they will be in their red jerseys with gray numbers. Here come the uh, here come the Blazers out right now. Just a couple of minutes left before the clock runs down. They have uh, regular grass here, and they got these LED lights, which is very very great. I mean, here. Uh, Welcome Stadium, Xenia, Carroll, uh, Northmont. A lot of stadiums are getting these LED lights now, and it's very, there's not a dark spot on the, on the field. So uh, I don't know if they can be adjusted for track, but I don't know if they'd be having a, a track meet at night anyway. So So, it's nine, week nine of the high school football season. It's kind of hard to believe it's nine weeks already. And uh, couple, two weeks from tonight, it'll be playoff time. We'll have a playoff show, uh, or preview show, next Sunday, week from Sunday, beginning at 5 o'clock. So, 5 or 6, I haven't real, really decided. It could be later than that, too, but it... Check our website, gemcitysports.com. You'll find out all the information on that. Once again, next week, Tri-Village will take on National Trail at Trail, and Twin Valley South will travel up State Route 503 and take on the Panthers of Tri-County North. I did a basketball 
tournament down at uh, Preble Shawnee last year, and boy, that really, that really, I was confused big time. So here we go as the Panthers will receive. Going back for the, going back for the Panthers will be Case Kingsley. And also number 35 and Clayton Woodgeard. Kicking off for the, kicking off for the Blazers. Can't see his number. Looks like 44. So 12 minutes are on the clock as the kicker for National Trail will boot it away. It's number 81, and that would be Jacob Farno. We'll boot it away for the Blazers. So sit back and enjoy tonight's game between the Blazers and the Panthers from Twin Valley South High School. Kingsley on the far side. Woodgeard on the near side. And there's the whistle, and we are underway in week number nine. Short kick coming down, and going to be picked up by Kingsley. Coming over to the near side, he's to the 25. Cuts, or tried to cut up field. He didn't get back to the 25. Gets about 23-yard line. That's where the Panthers will take over. First and 10 for... First and 10 for the Panthers. So if you hear some noise, if you hear a lot of talking, I got a uh, microphone upstairs by the coaches. We might get some pretty good, uh, get some pretty good information. So, it'll be first and ten for the Panthers at their own twenty-three yard line. Coming up to the line of scrimmage is the quarterback, and that would be Cole Bishop. Bishop going back to pass, fires over on the flat flats, and almost intercepted by the Blazers. And that looks like it is number 10. And Jamison Watts, he almost had that. He read that perfectly. So it'll be second down and 10. Ball will be at the 23-yard line, just underway here at Twin Valley South. Cole Bishop back up underneath center this time. He's got one man in the backfield. Handoff going to Kingsley. Kingsley's going to get maybe a yard if that. So it'll be third down. It'll be no gain. So it'll be third and ten. Ball will be at the 23-yard line of the Panthers. Once again, just underway here at Twin Valley South High School. Cloudy night, but it's a warm night. Two men in the backfield this time. And jumping offside... With big number 71, James Baker for trail. But was he drawn offside? Encroachment on Twin Valley South. 
So be third and five. Eleven minutes to go here in this first first quarter. Bishop underneath center. He's going to hand off to Kingsley. Kingsley slips it to twenty-five, or slips it to thirty. And he's not going to get to the first down. He's going to pick up maybe two, and that's going to be it. So it's going to be fourth down. So it looks like they're going to go for it at the 31-yard line. Fourth and three. Fourth and two. Bishop underneath center. Hand off to Kingsley. Kingsley busts through the line. I don't think he got it. If he did, we'll see where they mark the ball. And he did not make it. It's going to be a turnover on downs, and National Trail will get the ball. First and 10. Ball will be at the 32-yard line of South. So Kingsley did not get it. So here come the here come the Blazers. Two receivers go, or three receivers going over to the far side. One man in the backfield, sidecar right. Quarterback and uh, Watts keeps it, and he's going to pick up maybe a eh, maybe a yard at that. He's not going to get up. He's not going to get anything. It's going to be second down ten at the thirty-two yard line. Second and 10, ball at the 32-yard line. 9.55 remaining here in the first quarter. South had the ball to start this game, but they went three and out. Going over to the far side for South is three receivers. One receiver, or one man in the backfield. Now he goes over to the far side. Four on the far side. Now they're going to flip it out to the out to him, and he's got some running room. And it was number... Second was number 29 and Chase Rubish. So he's going to pick up five. It'll be third and five at the 27-yard line with 9.17 to go here in this first quarter. No score. Here come three receivers to the near side. Rubish, sidecar left. And off to Ruby. She cuts up the middle. He's got some running room. Gets up to about the... 25-yard line, and he's going to be short about a yard, maybe two yards. It'll be fourth and two. Ball will be placed at the 24-yard line. 8:41 left as they get up in the middle, like in victory formation. They just pushed the guy. I think it was the quarterback in Watts got the carry. Guy has the. I think he. I believe he has the first down. Maybe not. Maybe not. I think you're going to have to call timeout, and they're going to bring the chains out to see if they got the first down. So they're going to bring the chains out, check to see if National Trail got the first down. If not, it's going to go turned over to the Panthers. And it is just short of the first down, about a foot. So the Panthers take over. 
They said they'll do the same thing that you did, National Trail. So, Cole Bishop and crew will come back out. And with 8.28 remaining here in the first quarter, we're at a standstill right now. I mean a standoff. Here comes Bishop out to the left. Out to the huddle. This time in the backfield, you have number 21 in Braden Keller. And off to Keller. Keller's got some running room. He's to the 45. Or to the 40. It's all the way up to the 45-yard line. Or 40-yard line. It's going to be a first down for Twin Valley South. He gets all the way up to the 40-yard line. First and 10. Braden, Braden Kohler on the carry. First and ten, ball at the 40-yard line. Three in the backfield, full house backfield. Handoff this time goes up the middle to the first man through. And that was Kohler once again. He gets five yards, or make it four yards, up to the 44-yard line, second down and six. Have the bands for you at halftime. Should be an interesting show because both teams, both bands will be out there at the same time. Next week, we will be at Carlisle High School as the Eaton Eagles take on the Carlisle Indians in the final game of the regular season. And after tonight, we should have a pretty good idea who's, who's going to be in and who's not. Here's a handoff going to the second man through in... Clayton Woodgeard. He picks up maybe a yard. It'll be third down and five at the 45-yard line. So it is now third and five at the 45-yard line with 639 remaining here in this first quarter. From West Alexandria, Ohio, the home of the Twin Valley South Panthers. Three men in the backfield. Handoff goes to Kohler, or uh, Bishop's going to keep it himself. He's got, he's close to the first down. I think they're going to whistle. Going to be another first down for the Panthers. That'll be his second or the second first down for the Panthers. Clock running with 6:13 to go. I can tell you it's a cloudy night here in West Alex. Rain is on the way. It's not that I want. It's nothing I wanted to hear. Here we go. Hand off up the middle. Or here comes. Quarterback firing downfield and over the head of Woodgeard. Woodgeard was wide open. Game time temperature here at South High School. 
Brought to you by McAfee Heating and Air. Any season, any time. McAfee. 72 degrees outside with humidity at 40, 44%. East wind at 10 miles an hour. Dew point is at 49. Like I said, 72 degrees. Mostly cloudy outside right now. Here come the Panthers up the line of scrimmage. Second and 10 at the 50. Hand off this time to Kingsley. Kingsley around on the left side. He's got some running room up the left side. Still on his feet. All the way down to about the 24 year or make it the 27-yard line. They're going to say he stepped out of bounds at the 37-yard line. Watts, or, uh, Watson Roberts. Timeout called by Mark Hoffman of the National Trail Blazers. Or National Trail Blazers. We're going to take a timeout, too, back after this. A Special Wish Foundation of Dayton has a new name. It is now a Special Wish Foundation Dayton and Southwest Ohio chapter. They now serve 20 counties in Southwest Ohio and work with families whose children are being seen at Dayton Children's and Cincinnati Children's Hospitals. The organization has granted over 1,800 wishes to those children battling life-threatening illnesses. To find out how you can help make a Special Wish come true, log on to their website, aspecialwishdayton.org. Or call them at 937-223-WISH. A Special Wish Foundation is a 501c3, and all funds stay within the local community to support local children. And back here at Twin Valley South High School, it is first and 10 at the 37-yard line of the Blazers. And handoff, and I lost it. (laughs) Handoff. Went to uh, Kohler. Kohler's going to pick up maybe a yard. or No, he's not going to pick up anything. So it'll be second down and 10. Ball will be placed at the 37-yard line. Clock running with 5.23 left. Try and get some other scores for you of note here in the area as we go. Here's a handoff to Kingsley. Kingsley left side. He's got some running room, and he's going to get down to about the 33-yard line. Pickup of about five. It'll be third down and five. Or, uh, make it. Uh, it'll be third down and six. Pickup of four. Coming up tomorrow afternoon here on the Gem City Sports Network, we'll be at Central State University for their homecoming as they take on the Savannah State Tigers. And also high school soccer on radio2.gemcitysports.com. Bishop flushed out of the pocket. He's rolling to his right. He's going to keep it himself. He's to the 35, down to the 30, down to the 27-yard line, but a penalty marker comes flying. Bishop gets down to the 30-yard line, but see what the penalty is. It was a it was a late flag, and looks like it's coming back. It's going to be against the Panthers from the line of scrimmage, which is the 33. 
block in the back by the Panthers. It's going to be third down at the 42-yard line. they got to get down to the uh, 27-yard line, it looks like. So third and 14, clock running with four, a little over four minutes to go. Bishop underneath center. Going to hand it off to Kohler. Kohler up the middle. Kohler's going to get inside the 40 down to the 39-yard line. So it'll be fourth down. And the punting unit is going to come out for the for the Panthers. Looks like Jace Tuma will boot it away for the Panthers. Nobody back for the Blazers. Three and a half to go here in this first quarter. Quarter moving along very nicely. Good snap. Tim was going to get it away, and it's going to it's going to be a good punt, and it's going to roll all the way inside the five, and they're going to be down at the five as it rolled back just a little bit. So it's going to be first and ten for the Blazers at their own five yard line with three forty seven or with three oh seven left in this first quarter. So some of the other some scores from around the area tonight so far. Wapakoneta leads Lima, Lima Bath seven to nothing. Loveland over Wenton Woods three to nothing. Shamana Julianne lead Baden three to nothing. Baden undefeated coming into this one. Um, Northmont leads Beaver Creek eight nothing in the first quarter. Everything in the first quarter. Here we go. Snap. And Watts kept the ball. And we got a injured Blazer out there. 258 left. Get some more scores here so we can get them. Dixie and Arcanum, no score. Brookville Valley View, no score. Miami East Bethel, no score. West Liberty Salem leads Triad, 7 to nothing. Springboro leads Wayne seven to nothing. Eaton over Waynesville seven to nothing. Kings over Little Miami. West Jefferson uh, Kings over Little Miami fourteen nothing. West Jefferson leads Fairbanks. And I tell you what, since I've got them, I'm going to cheerleaders for the. Now we're going to get to those after. When we can for both teams. Because they work just as hard as everybody else, the cheerleaders do. So, once again, Rubish, sidecar right to Watts. Watts hands off to Rubish. Rubish around her, cuts up the middle. He's got some running room, gets all the way up to about the 15 yard line, and a penalty marker comes flying out. That's Krager on the carry. Sideline warning against the Blazers. So it'll be first, first and ten at the. Going to mark it at the 
16. First down for the for the Blazers. Three receivers coming out to the near side. Rubish is going to go sidecar left to Watts. High snap. Watts is going to keep it himself. Coming over to the near side. He is trapped and not going to go anywhere. He's going to lose some yardage. Maybe pick up a yard is all he's going to pick up. They're going to say no gain. It'll be second and 10 at the 16-yard line. Springfield Shawnee leads Ben Logan 14 to nothing. London over Kenton Ridge 7 to nothing. Greenville over Xenia 6 to nothing. I don't know what the heck's happened to Xenia. They've fallen flat on their face since we've had them. Northwestern Indy Lake are tied now at 7. Marion Local leads St. Henry 7 to nothing in the first quarter. Here come the Blazers up to the line of scrimmage. Watts rolling to his left, firing downfield, and it's knocked away by Woodgeard, and it's going to be third down and 10 at the 16 with a buck 37 to go. Cheerleaders for the Panthers, Jillian Overmeyer, Carson Rell. Did I say that right? Rell? Okay. Isabella O'Connor, Peyton Pitcox, Margaret Eck, Gabriel Gartel, Gartrell, Ada Knapp, uh, Ellie Arnett, Carly Arnold, Noelle Bassler, Kinley Metzger, and Amelia Suggs. Their head coach is Lauren Bassler. Here come the Blazers. Watts kind of handles the, mishandles the, they flew, they had a pass out to the flats to Rubish and it was caught, but he is not going to go anywhere. He's going to lose a yard. It's going to be fourth and 11. Ball will be at the 15 yard line with 120 to go here in this first quarter. No score between the Blazers and the Panthers. So it's going to be fourth down and coming back deep is, is, uh, Bishop for the Panthers. Watts to boot it away. Here's a good kick coming down. It's going to hit about the 45, and it's going to roll all the way down to about the 24-yard line, and that's where the Panthers are going to take over deep in their own territory. Cheerleaders for the for the Blazers goes like this. Abby Anderson, Maya Dittmer, Avery Landman, Miranda, uh, Miranda Ott, and Ava Spalding. They do a fine job each and every week. And I'm sure they'll do the same thing during the hoop season. 49.8 seconds left here in this first quarter. No score between the Blazers and the Panthers. As Bishop brings the troops up to the line of scrimmage. He's going to pitch back to Kingsley. Kingsley around the near side. He's not going to go anywhere. He's going to be whole, brought down by a whole bunch of Blazers. Josh Wells in on the stop. Don't know if they'll get another playoff. They got time. 23 seconds. So they got to get one. They got to get a playoff, I think. 
Bishop underneath center. Hands off to Kingsley once again. Kingsley around the right side. And he's going to be pushed out of bounds. He's going to keep the clock going, and that's going to do it here in the first quarter. No score at the end of one quarter. It'll be third and ten when we come back. You're listening to the high school game of the week on the Gem City Sports Network, your source for local sports here in the Miami Valley, the Gem City Sports Network, back after this. A Special Wish Foundation of Dayton has a new name. It is now a Special Wish Foundation Dayton and Southwest Ohio chapter. They now serve 20 counties in Southwest Ohio and work with families whose children are being seen at Dayton Children's and Cincinnati Children's Hospitals. The organization has granted over 1,800 wishes to those children battling life-threatening illnesses. To find out how you can help make a special wish come true, log on to their website, aspecialwishdayton.org, or call them at 937-223-WISH. A Special Wish Foundation is a 501c3, and all funds stay within the local community to support local children. No scores. We get set for second quarter action here at Twin Valley South High School. Vaughn Field, as I understand it. Here, here we go. Bishop going back to pass, rolling to his left, looking downfield. Fires down over to the near side, and it's knocked down by uh, by Watts. Watts is a jack of all trades. I think he plays basketball and football. I mean, he's tall enough to play play basketball. Watts is uh, 6'2", senior. He looks bigger than that. So the Panthers will boot it away. Watts is standing at about his 45-yard line. Good snap. Snap is bobbled. And the, the kicker is going to be brought down. And he was tackled by number 71, James Baker. That was uh, Jace Tuma. So the Blazers catch a break. It'll be first and 10. Ball will be at the Panther 24-yard line. So it'll be at the 15-yard line of the Blazers, or of uh, of the Panthers. Two receivers coming to the near side. Two minutes, or Watts in the gun. Hands off to number 33 and Krieger. Krieger goes around left side. He's going to pick up a couple. He's going to stay in bounds. Second and seven. Ball be down at the 13-yard line. Panthers trying to hold on here because National Trail, they are eighth in the ratings and South is ninth. Here's a handoff to Krieger once again. Krieger up the middle. Krieger's going to dance into the end zone for a touchdown. 13 yards out. Krieger 
So, National Trail dents the scoreboard first. With 11.07 to go here in this second quarter. Kick is up and time was called before the kick, so... There's a penalty marker down, so they're going to redo it. Offside against, it looks like it's offside against the Panthers. So it's uh, encroachment against the Panthers. And now the Blazers are going to come in, and they're going to try and go for two. Watts will bring the guys up to the line of scrimmage, get in that, like a victory huddle, or victory formation, and penalty markers come flying in again. We'll see what this penalty is now. So, encroachment against the uh, Panthers once again. And they're going to do it again. And it is... Touch, the two-point conversion is good. Didn't see who got it. So it's now eight to nothing. We're going to take a break back after this. No matter the threat or where the front line may be, our armed forces protect and defend us every day. But what does it take to strengthen our service members and keep them focused on the mission? What does it take to keep our military connected to family, home, and country? It takes a force. Be a force behind the forces. Join the USO in helping service members and their families. Give today at csohio.uso.org. For those of you in this area, and uh, he was here quite often at South. He was also at, uh, went to Trail at times, and North, Eaton, Brookville, definitely. That was the voice of Kevin O'Boyle. We lost Kevin O'Boyle about three years ago on on uh, the 4th of July. And when he recorded that commercial, it was just a week before he passed away. I kept it on there in his memory. We miss that guy every day. So there is a player down for the trail. And uh, it's a big guy. It's number 50, and that was uh, Killian O'Connor, sophomore lineman. And uh, the uh, trainer... uh, I can't, I can't, I can't uh, publicize them enough. I can't congratulate them enough for doing a great job. Every game, every practice, in every sport, 
The trainers are there in case somebody gets hurt. They do a hell of a job, and they should be thanked every single night. So here we go with 11.07 left here in this first quarter, or first half, I should say. And the uh, Panthers will get the ball. Back deep is 35 in Woodgeard. And on the far side is Kingsley. Kicking the ball will be Jamison Watts. Getting a little windy out there now. Just don't say the don't say the R word, please. Just don't say the R word. <laughs> Here comes Watts. He boots it away. It's a line drive kick, and it's going to go out of bounds at about the 35-yard line. So they're going to mark it at 37. We'll see where they're going to mark it now for the Panthers. Rain is on the way. How close? We'll find out here in a second. The rain is just over by Richmond. It hasn't crossed the line yet. So it'll be first and ten for the Panthers at their own 35-yard line with 11.07 to go. No time ran off. Bishop goes up to the line of scrimmage once again. Pitches back to Kingsley around the left side. To the 35, to the 40, 45, 50. 45, 40. Little spin move down to the 34-yard line. Watts brings him down as well as... uh, Rubish. So a first down for South. Clock is running with 10.55 remaining here in this first quarter from Vaughn Stadium. Or Vaughn Field, I should say. First and 10. Ball will be placed at the 34-yard line. Here come the Panthers up to the line of scrimmage. Two men in the backfield this time. There's a handoff once again to Kingsley. Kingsley left side. Looks like it's the same play. He's going to get down inside the 30-yard line, down to the 28-yard line. And he's going to pick up about six. It'll be second down and four. At the 29-yard uh, line. Eight-nothing is our score. Eight nothing is our score as the Panthers are knocking on the door. National Trail leading it. There's a handoff to Cole. Kohler. Kohler not going anywhere. Loss of maybe a yard to the second down or third down and five. No, he didn't pick up anything. It'll be at the twenty nine yard line yet. Nine and a half to go here in quarter number two. Coming up tomorrow afternoon at noon, it'll be high school soccer on Radio2.gemcitysports.com as St. Ursula comes calling to Springboro to take on the Panthers. 
Going over to the far side is Childers. Two men in the backfield. It's time to hand off to Kingsley. Kingsley tries to cut up, and he is not going to get very far. Penalty markers come flying in. He did not pick up anything. We'll see what the penalty mark penalty is. 9.05 left here in this first half. Have the bands at halftime. And also some scores from around the area. See what the official says. Personal file face mask against National Trails. That's going to be a 15-yarder. That's going to give the Panthers another first down. They're fifth on the, on the game. And they're going to mark it at the 15-yard line. Clock running with under nine minutes to go here in this first half. As of right now, both these teams are in the playoffs. National Trail has a home game. There's a handoff to the first man through Kohler. Kohler's begun to be stopped in the, by the front line of the Blazers. Bryce Thompson in on the stop. Second and seven now for the Panthers. Ball placed at the 15-yard line. 8:25 left in this first quarter or first half. Quick moving half, especially when you got running games the whole time. Here's a handoff to Kohler. Kohler around the left side. He's got some running room. He's down to the ten, down to the five, inside the five, down at the four-yard line. Out of bounds. He's pushed out of bounds. With 8.05 to go. 8 nothing is our score. They're going to mark it at about the 5-yard line. Another Panther first down. They're 6 of the game. So they're going to mark it at the 4. So the Panthers knocking on the door. I, I should say they're beating on the door. Here come the Panthers up to the line of scrimmage. Full house backfield. Hand off to Kohler. Kohler's going to get down to about the two-yard line. James Baker in on the stop for the Panther or for the Blazers. Be second and four at the three. Or second and goal at the three-yard line. 7.35 to go here in this first half. Kohler, Woodgeard, and Kingsley in the backfield. This time, quarterback keeper and Bishop. Bishop's going to run it in from three yards out. And it's now 8-6. And the lights come on on the uh, emergency uh, apparatus in the west end zone. And fireworks go off too. (laughs) 
That's about like that at Wayne when they have a cannon go off, scares the hell out of everybody. <laughs> if you're not ready for it. There's a handoff to Kingsley. Kingsley. And did he make it in, though? And they do. Kingsley gets the, two, the extra point. And we're tied at eight. This is going to be a heck of a ball game, folks. Fireworks again. All right, there it goes. We'll be back with more after this. No matter the threat or where the front line may be, our armed forces protect and defend us every day. But what does it take to strengthen our service members and keep them focused on the mission? What does it take to keep our military connected to family, home, and country? It takes a force. Be a force behind the forces. Join the USO in helping service members and their families. Give today at csohio.uso.org. Here we go. The Panthers will kick off once again. Back deep for the Blazers. Will be Rubish. Rubish is way back. He's the only one back deep right now for the Blazers. Rubish also plays baseball. And I believe he plays basketball, too. Kicking off will be Griff Rell. And it kicks down and coming over. And Rubish has it to the 20, 25, 30, 35. Got some running room. Up to the 40, 45. Or just short of the 45 to the 44-yard line. Well, they're going to mark it at the 45, so it'll be first and 10 for the Blazers at their own 45-yard line with 7.09 to go here in this first half. We're tied at 8. Nobody scored in the first quarter. And on the last possessions for both teams, they score a touchdown and get the, the two-point conversion. So first and 10 for the Blazers at their own 45-yard line. Clock has stopped. I'll tell you what, coming in uh, earlier today, or I had to go down downstairs for a second. I had, those hamburgers were smelling awful good off the off the grill. Here's Rubish up the middle. Rubish to the 45. And down to the 43-yard line of the Panthers. And that's good enough for another, another first down. That's just their third first down. So it'll be first and ten at the Panther 43-yard line for the Blazers. Both team average, both teams average just over 20 points a game and give up the same. So this this could be either a high-scoring affair or it could be a defensive battle. Right now it's defensive battle. Here's Watts. Watts up the middle, goes over to the left side and breaks one tackle and he gets down to about the 36-yard line. Close to a first down, but it looks like he's going to be a couple of yards short. Coming off is uh, Keller. Lost his lid, so he's got to come off for a play. Clock running with 6.15 to go here in this first half. Defense, 
Watts up to the line, in the gun, hands off to Krieger. Krieger's going to be stopped at the 35-yard line by Kingsley and also Crace. He's not going to get the first down. It's going to be third down and about two from the 35-yard line of the Panthers. It was back and forth in the first quarter as the both teams were holding the other team off. They were not getting the first downs, or they were getting a few first downs, but they were not scoring, getting close to the end zone. This time Krieger sidecar left. He's going to get the handoff. He's going to bust up the middle. He's got the first down and more. Krieger's going to get down to about the... He's going to get down to about the... 30-yard line. It's going to be another first down for National Trail. They're fourth. 5-19 and counting here in this first half. We're tied at eight. Krieger scored on a 13-yard run for Trail, and Bishop came back for South and scored with 7-17 to go. Both the two-point conversions were, were good. And Penalty markers come flying in. And it's going against National Trail. False start against the Blazers. Going to knock them back five yards back to the 34-yard line. 4.55 remaining in clock moving. The South student section saying, you can't do that. So Krieger sidecar right this time to Watts. Watts is going to keep it. Up the middle he goes. Behind a bunch of blockers, but he's going to be stopped at about the 30 or about the 28-yard line. So it's going to be third down and about nine. I'll make it second and nine. I'm sorry. Second and nine at the 34-yard line with 4.14 to go here in this first half. Clock running. South has six first downs. National Trail four. Highly unofficial, of course. Here come the Blazers up to the line of scrimmage with ten seconds left on the play clock. This time Rubish is back in there. Next to Watts. Fake handoff. Watts going back to pass. Being flushed out of the pocket. Fires downfield. And pass is incomplete. It's intended for Jody Wintrow. Woodgear on the batted it away. And it'll be third down and nine at the 28-yard line with 3.40 to go in the half. Good crowd on hand for both both schools. Glad you can join us here on the Gem City Sports Network, whether you're listening live or on demand. It's all free, folks. You don't have to pay a cent. So here we go. Watts in the gun once again. Ruby sidecar right. This time, Watts is going to keep it. He's to the 25, down to the 20. And he's close to the first down. And it's going to be a 
fourth down. Fourth and one for National Trail. Ball will be placed at the 20-yard line. Watts in the gun. Krieger sidecar left. Hand off to Krieger up the middle. He's got the first down and more. He gets down to inside the 10-yard line. So he's got the first down. That's their fifth. And it's going to be first and goal at the 10-yard line. With 3.08 to go here in this first half. Timeout south. So we're going to see about getting some more scores here for you. See if we can get some scores from around the, the WOAC if we can. Anna leads Fort Recovery 14 to 12. Eaton leads Waynesville 16 to nothing in the second quarter. Northmont all over Beaver Creek 32 to nothing in the second quarter. I was thinking about doing that game. McNicholas and Carroll no score. Catholic and Greenview no score. Uh, let's see here. Delta St. John leads Parkway 21 to nothing. Kings over Little Miami 24 to 14. Van Wert leads Kenton 19 to 6. Arcanum 21, Dixie 7 in the second quarter. Springboro leads Wayne, shutting out Wayne 20 to nothing in the second quarter. West Jefferson leads Fairbanks 14 nothing. Pickwin Sydney are tied at 7 7. Springfield Shawnee 41, Benjamin Logan nothing in the second quarter. Get some more scores here for you as time warrants. Here come the Blazers up, first and goal at the 10. Hand off once again to Krieger. Krieger cuts up the middle, and he stopped for pickup of about two or three. Clock still running with 2.55 left. It'll be second down and about seven, or second to goal at the seven. Here come the Blazers up. Krieger goes sidecar left. This time to Watts. This time Watts rolling to his left, looking downfield. Now he's going to cut upfield and sidesteps one guy, gets down in. So what do we got? What do we got? He said a fumble. And what is it? Is it a touchdown or... Watts kept it, and he's down to about the one-foot line. London leads Kenton Ridge 27 to nothing. So I would imagine they are just going to get up the line of scrimmage and run it like they did before. Go right behind the big guys. Now they're going to go to the gun. Krieger sidecar right this time. Hang on. Hand off to Krieger, and he does not get in. He was pushed back by a whole bunch of Panthers. So it'll be fourth down. This will be a big, big stop for the Panthers. Fourth and goal. 
Ball is still at the one-foot line. So they're going to... This time the quarterback keeper... Wait a minute, penalty marker down. It's going to be offsides against the Panthers. That's going to be... That's going to be declined. So Watts scores on a one-yard run. Oh, wait a minute. They did not. They did not make it. It was encroachment before the play. So now here they come, up to the line of scrimmage, out the one-foot line, probably a one-inch line now. And this time Watts, and another whistle. Full start against the Blazers. So, false start's going to mark it back to the six-yard line. Timeout, Twin Valley South with 54 and, a, 54 and a half seconds left. Get some other scores for you. Salina leads Defiance 3-0. Indian Lake over Northwestern 21-7. Waynesfield Goshen all over Ridgedale 26-6. Xenia 14, Greenville 7, or Greenville 6. Marion Local leads St. Henry 34-0. Clinton Massey over Batavia 28-0. Coldwater leads Versailles at the half, 7-0, and a good one up at uh, Coldwater. Mechanicsburg leads Northeastern, 21-7 in the second quarter. Ansonia leads Preble Shawnee, 22-6 in the second quarter. Urbana over Tecumseh, 28-7. Minster leads New Bremen, 20-7. And Lehman Catholic over 28. Lehman Catholic, 28-0 over Troy Christian. One more score, Riverside over Covington, 35 to nothing. So here we go, fourth and six, ball at the six. Fourth and goal, I should say. And they're going to try a field goal. Watch the hold. Kick is up, and it is good. So, number 81, Jacob Farno kicked it. How many yards was that? About 20? How much? A 20-yard field goal. So, with 51 and a half seconds left. National Trail leads it. 11 to 8. So, Farno will kick it away. Woodgear and Kingsley back deep for the Panthers, standing at about their 17-yard line. Farno will boot it away. I believe Twin Valley South will get the ball to start this the second half. Oh, Trail will? Okay. Farno boots it away, coming down to the far side, and here comes 
Kingsley. Kingsley getting some room. He's to the 45, 46-yard line of South. And so they're going to mark it at the South 45-yard line. They've got 42 seconds exactly left in the quarter or in the half to get downfield. 11 to 8 is our score. Good ball game so far. 11 to 8 is our score. Here come the Panthers up to the line of scrimmage. Three receivers to the far side. Quarterback going over to his right side. Fires and it is incomplete. Or is it? Pass was incomplete. So Bishop's pass was incomplete. Second and 10 at the Panther 45-yard line with 34 seconds left. So, ball's on the near hash marks as Cole Bishop coming in, back in. Bishop, a senior. Gets up to the line of scrimmage. They got about five seconds to get it off. Bishop keeps it himself. He's got some running room. He's to the 50, to the 45, 40, out of bounds. He's still got, he's going to go all the way. 15, 10, 5, touchdown. No penalty markers. So 55 yard run by Bishop. He busted through a couple of uh, busted through a couple of defensive uh, players for National Trail, and it is now fourteen to eleven. So, kicking it will be Griff Rell. High snap. And Rell is going to fall on it at the 35 yard or 25 yard line. So the extra point is no good. We're going to keep it here with 22 and a half seconds left. A lot of action here in this second quarter. There's no score at the end of one quarter. It's now 14 to 11 here in the second. Both teams, both teams kind of uh, were feeling each other out in the first quarter. Now they know what to do. Alder leads Fenwick fourteen to nothing. Bellbrook all over Oakwood thirty to nothing. Cedarville leads Green and fourteen to seven. Lucas leads Fort Laramie seventeen to nothing, and Southeastern leads Madison Plains thirty-four to nothing. We'll have some more scores for you at the half. After the band, of course. So here we go. Rell will kick it away. End over and kick coming down, and Watts will get it at the 20. To the 25, 30, 35. Still on his feet up to the 40-yard line, and that's where the 
Blazers will take over with 13 and a half seconds left in this first half. Your score 14 to 11. Scoring in this all in this quarter. Krieger for National Trail ran it in from 13 yards out. The two point conversion was good by Watts, and it was eight to nothing. Then Cole Bishop ran it in from three yards out for the Panthers. 7-17 left in the first uh, in the second quarter, and it was a three yard run. The Kingsley ran it in from two yards out or from the two point play. And it was tied at 8-8, eight, eight eight. and then Farno, Farno kicked a 20-yard field goal with 51 and a half seconds left, made it 11-8, and now it's Bishop ran it in from 55 yards out. And the kick was no good, and that's where we are at 14-11. Here's Watts. Watts up the middle. Gets down. Fumble on the play, but they say he was down. And it's going to be at the... And that's it. Your score at the end of one half here at Twin Valley South High School. It's the Panthers 14 and the Blazers 11. And Watts is down. So we're going to take a break. Be back with the bands right after this. You're listening to the High School Game of the Week on the Gem City Sports Network. Hi, this is Doug Brown from the Gem City Sports Network. Throughout the years, we've provided coverage of a wide range of sports, including high school baseball, football, basketball, and soccer, as well as Central State Marauders football and basketball. You do baseball also. And do you know what the best part is? It's all free. That's right, absolutely free. We sincerely appreciate you tuning in to the Gem City Sports Network, your ultimate source for local sports here in the Miami Valley. Why are interscholastic sports called the last classroom of the day? Because they teach students important life lessons like teamwork, accountability, and perseverance. School sports are so much more than a game. They're about developing the whole person. That's why they're an essential part of every student's education. Encourage your student to participate in the last classroom of the day. Interscholastic sports in Ohio. This message presented by the OHSAA and the Ohio Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association. Hey everyone, let's all stop what we're doing and take a moment. You see? Every moment can be kind of special. But it can be loud moments, goofy moments, dorky moments, it doesn't matter. Because every time dads like us take a moment like that to spend with our kids, well, it's pretty momentous. So let's take a moment to make a moment. Call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Listening to the Gem City Sports Network, your source for local sports in the Miami Valley, the Gem City Sports Network. And back here at Twin Valley South High School, we are waiting for Watts to be taken off the field. Uh, how he, he got hurt last play, he's still down. And he's up now. He's walking off under his own power, though. 
which is a good sign. So we're going to have the National Trail Band and the Twin Valley South Band. And first up will be the South or the Trail National Trail Blazer Band. So the South Band is still on the far side. I thought they were going to do a. We have the trail band first. Is there setting it up? Glad you can join us here on the Gem City Sports Network. We are your source for local sports in the Miami Valley, and it's all free. That's right. We don't charge a dime. So if you are, if somebody says you have to pay, uh-uh, don't even think about it. Just tell them no. So. Getting set for the National Trail Band. Going to get some scores for you here at the half while we're waiting. Valley View leads Brookville 14-7 in the second quarter. West Liberty Salem 35 to 8 over Triad. Anna still leads Fort Recovery 21 to 12. Eaton over Waynesville 6 8 or 16 to 8. Northmont 38-7 over Beaver Creek. So Beaver Creek scores. Delta St. John leads Parkway 28 nothing. Scores courtesy of ScoreStream. Arcanum leads Dixie 28-7 at the half or in the second quarter still. And here we go with the National Trail Marching Band. Ladies and gentlemen, under the direction of Logan Trump, we proudly present the National Trail Marching Band. The National Trail Marching Band is assisted by Kyle Holster and Stephanie Bryant. Then in the field by Trump Major Evan Porter is Dom Van Dam. And I'd like to recognize and congratulate Honor Marcher of the Week, Tucker Mitchell, and new member of the Week, Kaylin Samuel. Like a big thank you to all the band parents for all that they do. Now, ladies and gentlemen, dial into the National Trails 2023 production. Growing up on radio.
There you have it, the National Trail Marching Band. We'll be back with the Twin Valley South Band right after this. We know that purchasing a new system is a big decision. At McAfee, we feel you should only have to make it once. That's why we offer lifetime, worry-free coverage on new McAfee systems. Never a charge for repairs, never a charge for maintenance, not even a charge for filters. And when the day comes the system needs replaced, you're covered. Any season, any time, McAfee. Contact McAfee Heating and Air at 937-438-1976 or www.mcair.com or 1-800-AIR-REPAIR. And now the Twin Valley South Panther Marching Band.
And now the two bands are combining out there in the middle of the field. North uh, National Trail going out there. And this is going to sound good. Valley South Marching Panthers. We'll be back with more after this. Stick around. We're going to have some scores and a lot more here on the Gem City Sports Network. Profiler Inc., your local source for custom graphics, including banners, decals, and custom apparel for your corporate, school, or personal needs. For more information, check us out on the web at www.profilerinc.com or on our Facebook page, Profiler Inc. Profiler Inc., your local source for custom graphics, including banners, decals, and custom apparel for your corporate, school, or personal needs. For more information, check us out on the web at www.profilerinc.com or on our Facebook page, 
Profiler Inc. Profiler Performance Products is an all-American manufacturer of racing cylinder heads and intake manifolds. From two-time Drag Week winner Jeff Lutz to the winningest bracket champions like Disco Dean Karn, Profiler Performance has become the overwhelming choice of drag racing's best-known name. Profiler Performance offers the absolute best bolt-on performance for cylinder heads and intake, utilizing their own in-house custom casting and CNC machining. For more information, visit ProfilerPerformance.com or find them on Facebook. Profiler Performance, they make power they haven't even used yet. Hey, back here at Twin Valley South High School, the home of the Panthers. Your score, the Panthers 14 and the Blazers 11. Scoring went like this. National Trail got on the board first when uh, Zach Krieger scored on a 13-yard run. Watts ran it in from two yard, or from the for the two point conversion and it was eight to nothing national trail. Then Cole Bishop ran it in from three yards out to his first of two touchdowns. Kingsley ran it in, we're tied at eight. And then Far uh, Farno from National Trail kicked a twenty yard field goal with fifty one seconds left. That made it eleven to eight, but uh, South was not done. Cole Bishop ran it from uh, ran it in from the their own 45-yard line, 55 yards. The kick was no good. Thus, your score 14 to 11 here at the half. The Panthers leading it. Some scores from around the area, courtesy of Score Stream. Springboro 24, Wayne 8 at the half. All these are halftime scores, by the way. Get them back up to the top here. Wapakoneta leads Lima Bath 31 to nothing in the, in the third quarter. At the half, Van Wert 26, 27, Kenton 6. Baden leads Chaminade Julianne 13 to 3 at the half. Brookville and Valley View tied at 14 at the half. Good one there. They, Valley View's first in their region, Brookville's third. Both teams will have a home game, if not two. Uh, Winton Woods leads Loveland 7 to 3 at the half. West Liberty Salem all over Triad 49-8 in the second quarter. Anna leads Fort Recovery 21-12 at the half. Eaton leads Waynesville 19-8 at the half. Just down the road here a little bit. At the half, uh, Northmont leads uh, Beaver Creek 38-7. Miami East leads Bethel at Bethel's new stadium 7-3. Delphi St. John leads Parkway 28-0 at the half. Kings over Little Miami at the half, 27-14. Uh, Urcanum leads Dixie, 37-7 in the th- in the second quarter at Arcanum. Um, Springboro, like I said, leads Wayne at the half, 24-8. West Jefferson leads Fairbanks, 14-0 at the half. Piqua over Sydney, 14-7 at the half. Uh, Springfield Shawnee all over Ben Logan in the second quarter, 41 to nothing. London leads Kenton Ridge, 27 to nothing, as both teams are coming back out onto the playing surface here. Waynesfield Goshen leads Ridgedale, 32 to six at the half. Xenia over Greenville, 28 to six at the half. Lima Shawnee leads Ottawa Glandorf, 8-3 at the half. Coldwater leads Versailles, 14 to nothing in the third quarter. Marion Local 41, St. Henry nothing at the half. Indian Lake and North leads Northwestern 28 to 7 at the half. St. Mary's over Elida 22 nothing in the third quarter. 
Salina, the, the Bulldogs leading the Bulldogs of Defiance 10 nothing in the third. North Union leads Graham 21 to nothing in the third. Mechanicsburg over Northeastern 21 to 7 in the third. Minster over New Bremen 26 to 7. Ansonia leads uh, Preble Shawnee 22 to 6 at the half. Urbana over Tecumseh 42 to 7 at the half. Washington Courthouse leads uh, Chillicothe 7 to nothing. Uh, Riverside over Covington at the half 42 to nothing. Lehman Catholic is 41 nothing over Troy Christian. Alder leads Fenwick 14 to nothing at the half. Oakwood 30, uh, or Belbrook 30, Oakwood nothing at the half. Southeastern all over Madison Plains 55 to nothing at the half. Carlisle Madison tied at 20. We'll have Carlisle and Eat next week at Carlisle. 2020 is the score. Bell Fountain leads Jonathan Alder 22 to 17. Upper Scioto Valley and Hard Northern are tied at six. Green uh, Green or Cedarville, Cedarville leads Green at fourteen to seven in the first quarter. Lucas leads Fort Laramie twenty to nothing at the half. Edgewood over Franklin twenty eight to twenty at the half. Troy leads Fairborn twenty eight to seven. That's the last game that'll ever be played at Memorial Stadium in Fairborn. They're going to have a whole new, brand new stadium next year. At the school, a brand new school. So, uh, Memorial Field has been there for a long, long time. South Decatur leads, uh, Dayton Christian 7-0 at the half. Middletown over Fairfield 15-13 at the half. Monroe trailing Ross 28-0 in the second quarter. Fairmont leads Centerville 6-0 at the half. Tri-Village all over Bradford 41-0. And that is in the second quarter. Elgin, 40. Perry, Lima Perry, nothing. Northridge, 20. Milton Union, 7 in the second quarter. And Mount Healthy leads Talawanda, 34-7. to And last night, Tecumseh all over Stebbins, 46 to nothing. And... So that's your scores. We'll be back with the kick out, uh, the second half kickoff right after this. A Special Wish Foundation of Dayton has a new name. It is now a Special Wish Foundation Dayton and Southwest Ohio chapter. They now serve 20 counties in Southwest Ohio and work with families whose children are being seen at Dayton Children's and Cincinnati Children's Hospitals. The organization has granted over 1,800 wishes to those children battling life-threatening illnesses. To find out how you can help make a special wish come true, log on to their website, aspecialwishdayton.org, or call them at 937-223-WISH. A Special Wish Foundation is a 501c3, and all funds stay within the local community to support local children.
No matter the threat or where the front line may be, our armed forces protect and defend us every day. But what does it take to strengthen our service members and keep them focused on the mission? What does it take to keep our military connected to family, home, and country? It takes a force. Be a force behind the forces. Join the USO in helping service members and their families. Give today at csohio.uso.org. Back here at Twin Valley South High School, we are getting set for second half action. The Panthers will kick off going from right to left on your dial. Rell will kick off for the Panthers. Back deep will be Rubish. And also, uh, Rubish is going to fall on it, fumbled yet, but National Trail falls on it. Watts was back out there, so that's a good sign for National Trail. So, action uh, already. It'll be first and ten. At the 25-yard line for National Trail, they they trail it 14 to 11. I'm glad she's here. Now she can take over for me. <laughs> she took off real quick, like. There's <laughs> a hit. Rubish gets the handoff. He's going to get up to about the 34-yard line. It's going to be about a yard short of the first down. The second and one at the 34-yard line. Just underway here in the second or in the second half. Twin, uh, Twin Valley South leading it, 14 to 11. Watts back in there, at quarterback. Rubish will get the handoff. Goes up the middle, has some running room. He's got the first down and more. All the way up to about the 43-yard line. So National Trail picks up picks up their first first down of the second half and sixth overall. So it'll be first and ten at the 43-yard line for the Blazers. This has serious playoff implications because right now National Trail is ahead of Twin Valley South in the stand in the uh, computer points. Hand off to Krieger. Krieger up the middle, going around, coming over to the near side, into into Twin Valley South territory. That's another first down. First and ten at the 45-yard line of Twin Valley South. So first and ten for the Blazers at the at the South 45-yard line. Two receivers going over to the far side. Krieger, sidecar left. This time Watts is going to keep it himself. Watts gets down to about the 44-yard line. Pick up of two, second down and eight. Make it second and nine. 
20, 10, 10, 20 left. This is the final game of the regular season here at South, and they're giving away the uh, concession stand pretty much. Everything is half off. And Rubish keeps it. Rubish gets the ball. He's going to get all the way down to the 38-yard, make it the 37-yard line. A couple of yards short of their first down. It'll be third down and two at the 37-yard line. Got to get down to the 35. Two receivers going over to the far side. This time Krieger sidecar left. And somebody moved. That's going to be encroachment against the Panthers, it looks like. That's going to be another first down for National Trail. So that's going to mark it down to the 32-yard line. So that's going to be a first down for the first down for the Blazers. Two receivers coming over to the near side this time. Kruger sidecar right. This time, Watts fires as a man open at the and Roberts. Roberts is going to get down to the 29-yard line. Pick up of about five, second down. Or make it uh, pick up of about three, second down and seven. Clock running with 8.55 remaining here in the third quarter. 14 to 11, South leading it. Good ball game here in the Loak. Next week, the Carlisle Indians will host the Eaton Eagles. Hand off to Krieger. Krieger up the middle. He's going to be stopped by Kingsley. So he's going to pick up maybe a couple of that. You're going to mark it at the 29-yard line. Third and six, ball at the 28-yard line. 8.17 to go. National Trail has had the, the ball the entire third quarter so far. All four minutes of it. Two receivers over to the far side. Rubish will get the ball. Up the middle he goes. Rubish down inside the 25-yard line, down to the 24 and we're going to see if that's first down or not. It may not be. We're going to mark it at the 25-yard line. So it'll be fourth down and about two from that point. So it'll be fourth and two at the 24-yard line. 7.50 to go here in this first half, our third quarter. This is a grass field here at South. Rain coming in probably about another hour away. That's my guess. Maybe sooner than that. And South South is going to stop the runner. Go stop Rubish and take over on down. South trying to get a home playoff game for the first time. They're going to mark it at the 30, at the 26 yard line. First and 10 for the Panthers. 
with 7.26 remaining here in this first half, or third quarter. I don't know why I want to call it the first half. There comes Cole Bishop out to call the plays. I thought it was a little foggy over on the far side, but it's not. Maybe a tad. There's Bishop rolling around the left side. He's got some running room. He's to the 40. To the 45 and out of bounds at the 49-yard line. Cole Bishop scored on the same play. The time is called. Is there a penalty marker down? Time is called, I guess. Or no, there's an injured player. That's what it is. And the Twin Valley South trainer is right there. Trainer for Trail is now over there. So, the trainer for Twin Valley South is working on the player that's down. They can't see the number. But it is from National Trail. I'd like to remind everybody that coming up tomorrow at noon here on the Gem City Sports Network on Radio 2, it'll be high school soccer as girls' action as the St. Ursula will come in to Springboro to take on the Panthers. And that is Rubich. He's okay. He's walking off under his own power. Also at noon tomorrow here on Radio1.gemcitysports.com, it'll be Central State Marauder football as they host the Savannah State Tigers. Kickoff is at 1 o'clock. We'll be on the air with a very special edition of the pregame show right here on Radio1.gemcitysports.com. So Rubich is off. And here we go. First and 10 for the Panthers at their own 49-yard line with 7.15 and counting here in this third quarter. And off this time to Kingsley. Kingsley up the middle. He's going to get into National Trail Terry. Down at the 48-yard line. They're going to mark it at the 50. So it'll be a pickup of one, second down and nine. As the clock continues to run. Here come the Panthers up to the line of scrimmage with 6.39 to go. 15 seconds on the play clock. Plenty of time. Handoff. This time to run it back. And Kohler. He's going to be dropped for a loss of about three. Second, it'll be third down and about 12. Back at the 47-yard line of the Panthers. Next week will be a big week for the high schoolers as playoffs will be announced a week from Sunday. Well, before you hear on the, on the Gem City Sports Network. The first playoff game here, we might just do a game here. 
but we'll see if we can get a sponsor. Here come the Panthers. Kingsley in motion and a whistle and penalty markers come flying in. And that's going to be against the... So it's going to be a false start against the Panthers. Going to march him back five yards. It'll be third down and 18. Ball will be placed at the 42-yard line. Panthers leading it 14 to 11. Nobody scored here in the second half. Each team has had the ball once. Panthers coming up the line of scrimmage. They got eight seconds on the play clock. They can't off. Now they throw to the near side. Kingsley's wide open at the 45, 40, 35. Cuts up field. He's gonna go. Looks like he's gonna go all the way. And he is touchdown. A 58-yard pass from Bishop to from Bishop to Kingsley. That now makes it 20 to 11. A two score game. Now they're going to try and go for two. As Bishop coming back into the game. Seven seconds left on the play clock. Bishop takes it himself, rolls around left side, and does not get in. So, with 5.04 remaining here in the third quarter, it's the Panthers 20 and the Trailbla- or in the Blazers 11 back after this. Hi, this is Doug Brown from the Gem City Sports Network. Throughout the years, we've provided coverage of a wide range of sports, including high school baseball, football, basketball, and soccer, as well as Central State Marauders football and basketball. You do baseball also. And do you know what the best part is? It's all free. That's right, absolutely free. We sincerely appreciate you tuning in to the Gem City Sports Network, your ultimate source for local sports here in the Miami Valley. 20 to 11 is our, yeah, 20 to 11 is our score. Griff Rell will kick off for the Panthers. Back deep is Rubish and Watts. Make that Krieger. Ball coming down. Watts has it at the 15 to the 20, 25. And it's all the way up to about the 32-yard line, and he's down. Now he's getting up. No, that was not Watts. That was number 30 that was hurt. And uh, Josh Wells. Slow to get up. 
So it'll be first and ten for National Trail. Ball will be placed at the 34-yard line of Trail. With 4.58 remaining here in this third quarter. A lot of playoff implications on this one. Parkway was getting beat. I think Anna was winning. There's a handoff going over to Wintrow. Wintrow's going to be stopped at the 45 yard or 35 yard line. Pickup of maybe one. There's a new guy in there. So here come the Blazers up the line of scrimmage. Second down and nine. Ball placed at the 35-yard line. Watts keeps it himself. Goes over to the left side. Still on his feet. Up to the 40-yard line. Maybe to the 39. Yeah, they're going to mark it at the 40. Pickup of about five. Third and four. Woodgeard on the stop for the Panthers. It'll be third down and four. Ball placed at the forty-five or the forty-yard line of the Blazers. Clock running. Three forty-five left. This has been a quick quarter. Here's a handoff to Krieger. Krieger goes left side. He's met there by Kohler. At the 40-yard line, he's not going to go anywhere. And that's going to be fourth down. Could be at the 40-yard line. Fourth down. And they're going to boot it away. Watts will boot it away, so you can always... It'll be quarterback to quarterback. As Bishop is back deep, and there's a kick coming down. Bishop's going to pick it up at about the 27-yard line. And he's going to get up to the 34, pick up a 7, and it'll be first and 10 for the Panthers at their own 34-yard line with 2.57 left in this first, or in this third quarter. They're going to mark it at the 35, so it'll be first and 10 at the 35-yard line for the Panthers. They lead it 20-11. to 11. They're getting a 55-yard pass from Bishop to Kingsley, making it 20-11. to 11. Here come the Panthers up to the line of scrimmage. Bishop underneath center. There's a handoff going to Woodgeard. Woodgeard's not going to get too far. He's not going to get anything. Second and 10 at the 35-yard line. Under three minutes to go here in this third quarter. I don't mind a quick moving game since i got to be over at Central State at 8 o'clock in the morning. That's just to get a parking spot. It's a great atmosphere out at uh, Central State on the homecoming. Hopefully the rain stops before then. Because it's an awful good time out there. Those guys out there, I tell you what, just walking through the Beacon Lewis Gym parking lot, you gain 10 pounds. Fumble on the play, and Bishop, his knee went down. He's going to lose maybe a yard. 
So it's going to be third down and 11 at the 34-yard line. Clock still running, under two minutes to go. I want to thank Braxton Campbell for allowing us to come out on such short notice. Do this game. Here come the Panthers up to the line of scrimmage once again. Four, uh, two men in the backfield. Bishop fires over to the right side and incomplete intended for Rell. And it's going to be fourth and 11. So they're going to boot it away. Coming in is Jace Tuma. Back deep is Jamison Watts. I think that kid's going to be pretty sore in the morning. One twenty-nine left here in this third quarter. Tuma gets away, comes down, and Watts is going to let it hit. And it's going to take a, a Panther roll. Inside the 20 at the 18 yard line, and that or make it the 17 yard line, and that's where the pan, the uh, Blazers will take over with a buck 17 left in this third quarter. Glad you can join us here on the Gem City Sports Network. We are your source for local sports in the Miami Valley, and we've been doing it for 11 years and loved every minute of it. 2,350 something. So, and that's that's guessing. So here we go. Panthers ha- or the Blazers have it first and ten at their own seventeen yard line. Jason Jamison Watts coming out. Nobody in the backfield this time. Two receivers to the far side, two to the near side. Watts is going to take it himself up the middle. He's going to get to the 20, 21 yard line. That's going to be it. A pick up of four. Kohler in on the stop for the Panthers. Under a minute to go here in this third quarter. 20-11 to 11 is our score. Panthers lead it. Panthers win this one. They, they move up into at least eighth and may have a, home, may have a playoff home game. But they got to play north next week. So, and then uh, National Trail has to play Tri-Village, and that's not going to be an easy task. Watts in the gun. Fakes the handoff, going back to pass, rolling around to his left, looking downfield, now fires downfield, and the pass was incomplete, intended for Roberts. So that'll be third down. Third down at about five. At the 22-yard line with 23.8 seconds left. National Trail is in eighth in the computer rankings. Twin Valley South, ninth. Tri-Village is sixth. And Dixie is 13th, believe it or not. They're getting it handed to them by Arcanum. There we go with Krieger sidecar left to Watts. Watts going back to pass, firing downfield, intended... Has a pass completed to Roberts. Roberts gets the first down and more. All the way down to about the 48-yard line. 
16 seconds left in this third quarter, and they get it all the way down, all the way up to the 48-yard line. But wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. There's a flags down. Personal foul, roughing the passer against the Panthers, and that's going to be a first down plus. They're going to get the yardage plus the penalty yardage, which is 15, tacked onto it. So 16.6 seconds left. They're going to mark the ball first and 10 at the 37-yard line of Twin Valley South. So first and 10 from that point for the Blazers. 16 seconds left. 16.6 to be exact. So glad you could join us here on the Gem City Sports Network. Whether it's live or on demand, it's always free. And National Trail's not going to run another play, and that's going to do it here in the third quarter. Your score at the end of three quarters of play. It's the Twin Valley South Panthers 20 and the National Trail Blazers 11 back with the fourth quarter after this. Attention high school sports fans, are you an armchair official? You know, the parent or fan who constantly yells at the referees and loves to let everyone know just how bad you think they are. Well, if you think you could do better, then get in the game and prove it. It's time for you to suit up and make the calls where they actually count. Every sport in Ohio needs more officials. Sign up today at highschoolofficials.com. Yeah, they're losing a lot of officials due to uh, unruly fans. Some are going a couple of years and uh, calling it quits. Others are retiring. So if you're interested in becoming an official, it's very easy to do so now because it, you can do the classes online. Go out, go to ohsaa.com and or .org, I'm sorry, .org, and uh, Check it out. See if you want to become an official and make some money. They make good money. Especially when they get up to the varsity level. And even better when you get to the college level and the pros. So I think they're starting to offer it in high school, which is great. So here we go. The start of the fourth quarter. First and ten for the Blazers. Handoff this time going to... Wintrow. Wintrow around the right side. He's going to pick up quite a bit. Got to pick up about maybe six. Second and four. Kingsley in on the stop. Once again, I want to thank Braxton Campbell, the athletic director and head basketball coach here at Twin Valley South for allowing us to come out and broadcast tonight's Titanic struggle, as Marty Brenneman would say. I'll tell you what, rain is not far off, and it is starting to come down right now. So here come the Blazers. Nobody in the backfield. Watts gets the ball, looking downfield, going back, and he's going to be flushed out of the pocket. He's to the 35, and down to the 29-yard line. A couple of yards short of the first down. It'll be third down with clock running with 10 minutes and 58 seconds to go. So you can see the uh, park is coming on and all kinds of stuff coming on here at uh, the stadium as the rain is starting to fall. The 
said the rain might start at about 9 o'clock, and they were about right on. 8.55. Here come the Blazers. Krieger, sidecar right to Watts. Hand off to Krieger. Up the middle he goes. He's got the first down. He's got the first down to the 25-yard line. Fifth first down for the Blazers. They are trail by they trail by nine with 10-15 left here in this first quarter or the fourth quarter I should say. Rain is not coming down too hard just yet. I'd have some young man in the drinks uh, shack go out and close my windows. There's a handoff to Wintrow. Wintrow dropped in the backfield by Kohler. By Kohler. Kohler drops him for a loss. It'd be second down and about 14. Ball placed at the 29-yard line. Clock running with under nine and a half to go. South leading it 20 to 14. Or 20 to 11, I'm sorry. 20 to 11. Here come the Blazers. 15 seconds left on the play clock. Clock running with 9.12 to go here in the third, fourth quarter. It's Watts. Watts fires over to the far side to Krieger. Krieger can't handle it. It's incomplete. It'll be third down and 14. Watts still feeling the effects of get, being hurt in the first half. He was down for quite a, quite a, few, t- uh, quite a few minutes at the end of the half, but he went off under his own power. He came back out. He's out. He's now in a quarterback, and he's going over to talk to Coach Hoffman on the far side. Mark Hoffman has been over there for many years. Take that back. He didn't talk to Hoffman. Eight seconds left on the play clock. Watts gets the ball, went back to pass, fires downfield, and it is knocked away. Knocked away by Cole Bishop. So it's going to be fourth down and 14 with 8.56 remaining here in this contest. Once again, major implications for the playoffs. We'll find out Tuesday where, where National Trail is, where Twin Valley South is. Tri-Village is going to win tonight. And Sonia is going to win tonight. Purple Shawnee is going to lose. But Purple Shawnee is in a different different division or region. Here we go. Watts all alone in the backfield. Three receivers to the near side. Watts going back to pass. Fires downfield and overshoots his intended receiver. And... Joey Roberts. So, turns the ball over to the Panthers. First and 10. Ball will be at their own 29-yard line with 8.51 to go. You can bet that they are going to keep on running and running and running. Especially with the rain coming down.
Nobody's leaving, though. That's the thing. Nobody's leaving. Bishop underneath center. Pitches back to Kingsley. Kingsley around the right right side. He's to the 30 and thrown out of bounds by Wintrow at the 35-yard line. Pick up a five, second down and five. Or they're going to mark it. I take that back. They're going to mark it at the... It'll be second down and about six at the 33-yard line. Clock is stopped with 8.44 to go in this contest. Both teams coming in at four and four. Bishop hands off to Kohler. Kohler up the middle. Kohler's not going to get very far. Gets up to maybe the 36-yard line. That's it. So it'll be third down and four at the 36-yard line. Clock running with 8.23 to go. I'm sure Bishop will let the play clock run down as far as possible. Here come the Panthers up to the line of scrimmage in a hurry. 12 seconds left on the play clock. There's Andoff Kingsley and penalty markers come flying in. A false start going against the Panthers. Uh, just under eight minutes to go here in this contest. 20 to 11 is our score. Rain coming down now here at... Rain coming down here at Vaughn Field on the campus of Twin Valley South High School. Going to the Panthers. Rowe coming out wide to the right. Bishop going back to pass, looking over to the near side, firing down for Rell, and Rell in, in and out of his hand. Roberts in on the, breaking it up, all the way down to about the 35-yard line. So it's going to be fourth down and eight, and the punting unit is going to come in for the Panthers, as coming in will be Jason Thuma. Jamison Watts standing at about his 35-yard line, waiting for the punt from Thuma. Good snap. Boot is away. Nice spiral coming down. It's going to hit about the 40-yard line. Take a Panther roll inside the 30, all the way down to the 26-yard line. And that's where the Blazers will take over with 7.23 left here in this third quarter, or fourth quarter, I should say. Once again, tomorrow afternoon, high school soccer, St. Ursula will take on the Springboro Panthers at noon. Also at noon here on the Gem City Sports Network, it'll be high school or college football as the Central State Marauders, it's homecoming out there on campus, and they will take on the Savannah State Tigers. Here come the Blazers. Watts looking downfield. Now fires across the middle and has a man open. And number 13 in uh, 
Jonah Brinkley, or yeah, Jonah Brinkley gets the pass. It's up to the 32-yard line, second down and four. Clock continues to run, under seven minutes to go. Two receivers coming over to the near side. Rubish back into the game. Here's Watts looking downfield. Fires over towards Rubish. He's got the ball to 50. All the way down to the 41-yard line. That's good enough for first down for National Trail. Rubish out of the backfield. Gets all the way down to the 42-yard line of the Panthers. Woodgeard on the stop. Clock running now with 6.34 and counting. So 42-yard line of the Panthers. First down for the for the Blazers. Here come the Blazers up to the line of scrimmage. Ruby, or, uh, Watts all alone in the, in the backfield. Watts going back to pass, looking downfield. Here's Kingsley after him. And Watts throws it away. Kingsley was all over him like a cheap suit. He throws it away. Second down and 10. Ball placed will be at the 42-yard line with 6.09 to go. Panthers trying to move up in the standings. Panthers are 4-3. and three. National Trail 4-2. and two. They're both trying to move up. National Trail has the upper hand right now. 20-11. to 11. Rubish goes into motion. Now he stops sidecar right to Watts. Watts going to run and... Kohler in, in on him like he was not even touched. Ball's going to go back to the 47-yard line. A loss of about seven. It'll be third and 17. With 5.51 remaining here in this fourth quarter. 20-11, to 11, try, uh, Twin Valley South. Twin Valley South will take on Tri-County North down at Tri-County North next Friday night. National Trail will host the Patriots of Tri-Village on Friday night. Senior night out there. Watts going back to pass, rolling to his right, his left. Ball knocked down by Kingsley. Passes intended for Joey Roberts. Rain coming down just a little bit harder now. So the fourth down for the Blazers, it's fourth down territory. They're definitely going to have to go for it with 5.24 left. Yeah, rain's not too hard. It's lightened up a little bit. It's still coming down. Making the ball slick, though. Watts going back to pass, firing downfield, and incomplete, and Twin Valley South is held. And they will turn the ball over to the Panthers with 5.20 remaining here in this third quarter, or in this fourth quarter. Glad you could join us here on the Gem City Sports Network on this Friday night, week number nine. Senior night here at Twin Valley South. You want to win every game, but there's certain games that you definitely want to win, and this is one of them. 
letting the play clock run down, but the clock clock is not running. As the coach here from Twin Valley South is going to call timeout. We're going to take a timeout too. Be right back after this. It scored. It's twenty to eleven with five twenty remaining here in this fourth quarter. Back after this. Man, do I love card night! You ready, boys? You got a king? No, fix that. Oh, come on. <laughs> this is WWE superstar Titus O'Neil. It only takes a moment to make a moment. Take time to be a dad today. Learn more at 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. You're listening to the Gem City Sports Network, your source for local sports in the Miami Valley, the Gem City Sports Network. Back here at Twin Valley South High School, Vaughn Field. 520 remaining in the contest, and the Panthers lead it 20 to 11. They have the ball, first and 10, ball at their own 47-yard line. You can bet they're going to keep it on the ground, keep it in play. They got Both teams have all their timeouts left. And penalty markers come flying in as two Panthers went offside. Kingsley's one of them. So, First and 15. First and 15. Man coming in motion. Here's a Bishop's going to keep it himself. Could be brought down at the 41-yard line. Maybe a loss of one. No, no gain. Second down, 17. Ball placed at the 42-yard line. Under five minutes to go in this one. Looks like the rain has stopped. No, last week leaving, uh, where was I? I was at Carroll last week. Boy, it was cold. Five seconds left on the play clock as South comes flying up to the line of scrimmage. Bishop hands back to Kingsley. Kingsley right side. He's to the 50, to the 45. Steps out of bounds at the 44-yard line. About a yard short of the first down, I think. They might give him a friendly spot. A generous spot. And they are going to say it is a first down. I think he stepped out of bounds about the 44-yard line. Clock still run or clock has stopped at 4:21 to go. I think you're going to check it. Personally, I think he stepped out of bounds at the 44-yard line. So the officials are they're going to give him the first down. So the Panther first down, 
with 4.21 left. So fresh set of downs at the 43-yard line of the of the Blazers. National Trail 4-2 and two on the year in the conference, 4-4 four and four overall. Tra- uh, South is 4-3 and three in the conference, 4-4 four and four overall. So both teams trying to win game number five. There's a handoff going up the middle to Kohler. Kohler off to the race to the 20. Still on his feet, pushed out of bounds at the 16. So another first down for the Panthers. If they score, it's already a two-score game. This could be a three-score game. So 4-12 remaining in this contest. Panthers want to try and keep it either score or keep it in play. Let that clock run. Time called. We're going to send Watts off. They're gonna they're gonna take care take a look at Watts. Watts is bending over over on the far sidelines. Here come the Panthers up to the line of scrimmage. Bishop underneath center, three in the backfield. There's a handoff going to Kingsley. Kingsley's going to be stopped at the line of scrimmage. No gain. The clock will continue to run under four minutes to go. So the clock running with 3.50 to go. And they can let it run down to about 3.20 something. Coach Brian Butson is Panthers trying to hold on to this one. Here comes the quarterback Bishop around the left side. He's going to be stopped. And are they, it's going to be another first down, it looks like. No, it's going to be it's going to be third down. He ran out of bounds, which Coach Butts did not want. 3.15 left here in this fourth quarter. Here come the Panthers up to the line of scrimmage. 3.15 left here in this fourth quarter. They lead it 20-11. to 11. They're going to hand off to Kingsley. He's around the left side. Kingsley is going to be pushed out of bounds. He's got the first down, though. First down for the Panthers. First and goal. 3.09 left as he went out of bounds. The ball be placed at the six-yard line. A touchdown here will ice it for the Panthers. Twenty to eleven is our score. 
come the Panthers up to the line of scrimmage. Two men in the backfield. Bishop underneath center. Bishop's going to keep it himself. Roll around the right side. Got some room. And he's not going to make it into the end zone. Went out of bounds. Or no. No, he stayed in bounds. Joey Roberts brings him down. They're going to mark it at about the two-yard line. Second and goal at the two. Clock running, 2.34 left, 20 seconds on the play clock. Terrell will come in, 10 seconds on the play clock, 2.20 left. As the Panthers scamper up to the line of scrimmage, three seconds, two seconds. There's a handoff to Kohler. Kohler, does he get in? Not yet. Be third down. Clock is still running, though, under two minutes to go. Third and goal. Third and goal. They did not gain anything. Yeah, they did. It went down to the one-yard line. 147 and counting. 23 seconds left on the play clock. Rain coming down just a little bit harder now. And did they get in? Yes, they did. So Bishop on a one-yard run. And the fireworks are going off here in West Alex. That's pretty much going to ice it for Twin Valley South. 127 left. Kick is up, and it is good. Drill makes the extra point. That makes it now 27 to 11. And Twin Valley South is going to improve to 5-3 and three on the year in the conference. National Trail is going to fall to 4-3, four 4-5 and three, four and five overall, and South is going to improve to 5-4 and four. with 127 left. Rell will kick off, and Twin Valley South will move up in the computer rankings and possibly have a home game if they defeat Tri-County North, which is not going to be easy. There's a line drive kick picked up by Watts at about the 25-yard line. He's 30-35. And he picked it up at the 15. He gets all the way up to about the 34, 35-yard line. So it'll be first and 10 for the Blazers at their own 35-yard line. 
with 119 left here in this third and this fourth quarter. Rain coming down fairly, not, not real hard, but it's coming down enough. Thank goodness it's not the white kiss of death. Throw out to the near side to Rubish. Rubish to the 35 and thrown out of bounds by Braden Childers. 113 left. Gain a one out of all of that. Second and nine. Ball at the 36 yard line. Okay, it's Childers, not Childers. One thirteen left. She ran out of bounds. Rain coming down pretty heavily now. As the National Trail faithful are heading towards the uh, gates. Watts fires over to the right side. They've got the first down and more. Up to about the 45-yard line. So first and 10 for the Blazers at their own 45-yard line. 45 One minute left in this one. This could be the final play of the game. If not, there's one more left. Here's Watts going back to pass, looking downfield. The left-hander fires across the middle, has has Roberts open. Roberts gets all the way down to the 40-yard line. With 40.3 seconds left, they stop the clock. To move the chains, they do that in between, or after two minutes. Thirty-five seconds and counting. Final play of the game coming up here for National Trail. Final score will be thirty-five or twenty-seven to. Watts fires down, has a man open for first down. With 16 seconds left, they're going to move the chains and then start the clock. And that, my friends, might just do it. So the clock is running. 10 seconds left. 9, 8. National Trail gets up to the line of scrimmage real quick like. Here's the final play of the game. Watts rolling to his left, firing, looking downfield, now fires, and it's caught, but short of the first down by Joey Roberts, and that's going to do it. Your final score, the Twin Valley South Panthers 27, and the National Trailblazers 11. Scoring went like this. Krieger scored on a 13-yard run for National Trail. And the 11.07 mark of the second quarter. Watts ran it in, and it was 8-0. Just about four minutes later, Cole Bishop ran it in from three yards out. Kingsley ran it in, and for Twin Valley South, we were tied at eight. Then Farno, the end of the, toward the end of the, or middle of the third, uh, second quarter, 5.15 left, kicked a 20-yard field goal, and it was 11-8.
And then uh, Cole Bishop ran it in for 55 yards to close out the first half. Uh, 28 to or 22 and a half seconds left in the first half. It's 14 to 11. And then after that, it was all it was all um, Twin Valley South in the second half. Bishop a 55 yard pass to Kingsley. It run the extra point no good. 20 to 11. And then finally, Bishop on a one yard run with 127 left. Rell made the extra point. Final score, 27-11. So, coming up tomorrow here on the Gem City Sports Network, it'll be college football as the Central State Marauders take on Savannah State and high school girls high school soccer as the Springboro Panthers host Ursula, St. Ursula. So, until then, this is Doug Brown saying so long. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Your final score once again here at Twin Valley South High School, the Panthers 27 and the and the Blazers, 11. Good night, everyone. It's been a presentation of the Gem City Sports Network. been listening to the high school game of the week tonight's game has been brought to you by profiler performance products by mcafee heating and air any season anytime mcafee by profiler inc by the uso by a special wish foundation of dayton in southwest ohio by the ohio high school athletic association And by the Gem City Sports Network, your source for local sports in the Miami Valley, the Gem City Sports Network. Join us next time for all the exciting action of high school football right here on the Gem City Sports Network.